0: Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. I am very happy to have Jean Tan in the studio. She is a branding and marketing consultant with Argo Consulting. Jean, good morning. Welcome to Weekend
1: Mornings. Good morning, Glenn. And good morning, listeners. Money FM.
0: There you go. Thank you so much for that. (laughs) You're welcome. Jean, we've known each other for a while, and I know you work on a lot of different types of uh, marketing and branding uh, projects. Yes. Uh, Tell us us a little bit about what Argo does and and, uh, who you work with, the types of clients.
1: Ego was formed more than a decade ago. I had a client even before I had a company. So I had to <laughs> quickly...
0: <laughs> <laughs> time to start a company, right? Yes, time to start a company. Let's call
1: it Ego with <laughs> a double A. So you get listed first, you know, in any <laughs> directory there you, listing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so the <laughs> client was Sats Food, actually. So it was a TCM product. It was my very first branding project, which was funded actually by IE Singapore, as it was called back then. And of course, you, we know it's called Enterprise Singapore sure. right now, which is a combination of Spring and Spring. IE. So it was a brand internationalization project and my work involved, you know, getting the brand created as in, well, there was already a brand name, so it entailed looking at the the research, you know, diagnose brand, you know, find out what the consumer research is. And so that led to actually the brand strategy. We look at various, you know, strategic ways to do the branding, whether it's umbrella strategy or product strategy or source brand. So really the full suite of uh,
0: branding and marketing. As you look around, when you talk about some of the the objectives that somebody should consider when they're putting together a branding and marketing strategy what are the basic steps that they would go through if they work with you or or somebody else even uh, for that matter to come up with their branding their marketing strategy what are the considerations
1: I think first and foremost, we, we do know that branding serves a purpose. And that purpose is, of course, to bring business into the company. So I think gone are the days where I'd be given a 2 million budget, you know, to spend when it was already November and boss says, oh, you know, wouldn't that be know, nice, huh? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, Jean, can you just spend this 2 million, you know, uh, before the end of the financial year, which is December and it was already November. So gone are those days. And I think the brand has to work a lot, lot harder now. And so we would look at the business objectives, we'd look at the financial objectives of the company. And we would ask what are the customer objectives as well and where the business objectives meet the customer objectives that's where the value of the brand comes up and that's where all marketing activities branding activities would have to tie to
0: yeah, and of course, uh, you know, the work you do is no good unless it generates some revenue, Yeah, right? that's or, right. <laughs> or achieves some other to- type of objective. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's that's not right. Whether K- it's a market K-
1: leader or to bring in X revenue or X profit, you know, or, you yeah. know, increase in percentage. Yeah, so yeah. that's what he has yeah. to do. Oh, very
0: interesting. Now, when somebody is, for example, in the situation we're in today with the changing market conditions yes. rapidly yes. over the uh, the coronavirus, and so many companies now are, are seeing business, either uh, projects being put on hold mm-hmm. or evaporate altogether. Mm. Is it wise for businesses to, at this moment in time, maybe take a pause and consider what their branding and marketing strategy is, since we might consider this a, a bit of downtime, if I can put it that way? Is now a good time to look at that? Or is now the time to just, you know, plow ahead and and keep moving forward as hard and f- as fast as possible uh, to make up for any uh, downturn in the economy?
1: That's a good point, Glenn. I mean, the tendency of businesses is to actually pull the rug, you know, to actually stop spending when business is down and sales is down. Mm. So that's um, what I would say most businesses do. But I think we've seen from, from many case studies and research, you know, that this is actually a good time for you to start investing and Mm. to start, yeah, I mean a time of reflection, a time to clean the house you know, to relook your brand and see whether it stands for something, you know, if it doesn't, what should it stand for? Do you have something that makes it enough of a difference, you know to make your brand stand out? So it's a good time to do all that reckoning and all that reflection and and a bit of that research and diagnosis and um, bearing in mind also the impact that this whole incident of the virus is going to have on the economy and and so on uh, not only with respect to the type of products that are needed, but also with respect to the to the countries you're going to export to and the countries that you're going to operate in. So I think all that's going to be greatly impacted for how long, we don't know. It all depends on uh, how. At
0: least a half a year, right? I would think at, so. <laughs> at this point, you know, from, yeah, from where we see, from I, where we sit today.
1: I have delayed my flight to the U.S. to two months down, and I think that's being ambitious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, you know, and of course, not to, not to downplay the, the human side of this, uh, yes. of this story, but since we are a business news radio station, we need to talk about the business angle, and, it, and it's been hard for any one to, uh, and rightly so, quantify what the business losses might be. It's still too early. And I'm sure we'll get into those numbers, you know, six months or nine months from now. But as you look at branding, you know, in Singapore or even across the region, let's take a broader view. And for Singaporean companies, whether you're a, a a startup or a SME or an MNC, um, are there different branding strategies that should be taken, for example, if they're just uh, working within Singapore uh, markets or if they're going across ASEAN or beyond? Do they need to have a different strategy, a different uh, different branding themselves, or or should it be relatively similar?
1: I think it should all be uh, viewed up front and that's what we do when we, t- when we take on a branding project it is not only to look at what we can do for the company in the next year it is to actually look at the, c- at the company as to what they intend to do for the next or the, what they can do in the next three years five years mm. You know, because if you do brand you don't want to be you want to be branding for the future and not to, to brand and it's good for Singapore you know five outlets in Singapore and then a year later you say hey I'm going to guess what I'm going to I'm going to expand and I'm going overseas I'm going regional or even global because it will impact on the the name of the brand that you've chosen, the cultural significances sometimes attached to the name, the creative significances and stuff like that. And also, more importantly, I I think, or... or as importantly, I feel, would be whether your brand is actually evolving or shaped up to take on the competition regionally uh, or globally.
0: That's imp- yeah. that's important as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah. So yeah. the countries have to be, kind of, I mean, you don't have to know exactly, but you kind of need to know whether I'm going to be expanding you know, regionally in the next few months or the next two years and then globally because then you would start to map. And then, of course, there's a thing, I mean, there's a thing called budget. <laughs> yeah. You need to budget, right? So you're going to expand in Singapore, you would be budgeting just for Singapore for the next year, for example, but if you're thinking of regional expansion, then that budget has to take you through maybe two years or three years, depending on your vision, you know, for expansion.
0: Yeah, one of the yeah. challenges with Singapore, our business listeners will not be surprised to hear, is relatively small market. Yes. Uh, you know, when you compare us, for example, to uh, a couple hundred million in Indonesia, to our south, or or to Thailand, uh, you know, our market is really quite small. Is it, should most companies automatically be thinking of expanding beyond our borders?
1: I would think so, especially with digital, the onset of digital. I mean, digital's been around for quite a while, but we should be harnessing that. You know, we should be harnessing technology. Mm-hmm. We should be harnessing the digital platform to actually get the products across and, and services across. I mean, I have a, I have a client and we're going to do a launch and she, I mean, they, I wouldn't say they're ambitious. I, I think that's the right thing to do. They want to do a regional, it's a biotech firm. So mm-hmm. they want to do a launch in Singapore Malaysia and, and India, you know, in the next three months and then they're going regional in a year and then the next year they're going global. Yeah. So it's all possible because, you know, you do have, a, you do have digital platforms. You've got ways to, to reach out through mobile through technology, you know, through online means and, and so on.
0: In yes. addition to having you know marketing experts and branding experts like yourself, of course, Enterprise Singapore yes. has any number of of projects and, and schemes available. Quite impressed over the years to see when it was IE before and now just enterprise. And of course they've combined with Spring yeah. uh, and all that. But there's there there is a lot of there's a lot of help out there. Now not all of it is you know exactly applicable to each business, but there are certainly some steps that people can take to get some help but they need it.
1: I think we're, our businesses are, are lucky in Singapore. I mean, we do get a helping hand. in, or we, we had it in the form of Spring Singapore and IE in Singapore. And back to the point of you know, whether you go regional and, and global when you start a business, I think the fact that Spring has come together with IE and, and now they're enterprise Singapore, it is significant because Spring used to be for local expansion and IE mm-hmm. used to be for overseas expansion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But right now they come together because I think you should foresee that every business that starts up, the global stage is your stage. You yeah. Know? And yeah, yeah, local companies are lucky.
0: Speaking with Jean Tan, the brand and marketing consultant at Ago Consulting, A-A-G-O is the way that's spelled, as Jean mentioned, to make sure that it was at the top of the listings. (laughs) And the extra A. (laughs) So you're doing your own marketing and branding right there, aren't you? You
1: get listed first.
0: (laughs) Jean, when when we look at brands today, how are they reaching their targets? What's kind of the preferred channels of communication and what are they employing? Uh, you mentioned social media, of course, which everybody is fully invested in these days. How are they reaching those targets? How are they achieving what they want to achieve?
1: There is still a place for real-world reach, you know, the personal connection, the, you know, personal selling and stuff. But we know that digital has taken on uh, in, a, in a big way. Very popular, of course, would be mobile marketing. We know that every one of us goes, on the average, scroll through 30 feet of mobile content each day. and more. Really? Really? Yeah, 30 oh feet. That's, all, that's what the research shows. <laughs> 30 feet of mobile content a day. I mean, just through your little fingers, you know, uh, let the fingers do the scrolling. And um, more than 90% of the ads are, are viewed in the first one second. The first second. Is that in, right? Yeah, in fact, the first 0.4 second. And the designers and the, you know, the mobile ad creators make very sure that they're creating the ads in vertical format because that helps too. Yes, of course. Now, social media, is that the flavor of the, the, flavor of the day I would, Say it was the flavor of the day in 1939. I mean Milky Way. <laughs> Milky Way used social media influencing. They promoted their Milky Way by you know by using in you know, a theater quiz show using a mm. fa- famous actor. Mm. So yeah, back then. And then uh, if you look at it,
0: flavor of, right? of the century.
1: Yeah, from 1939 <laughs> to right now. And uh, brand ambassadors have been around for a long time. Sure. I mean I was involved in with Pelé, you know, and the World Cup two decades back, and he was signing footballs, you know, and yeah. we were doing that. Promotion with banks when I was working in in, in International. Now has that changed? You still do have real life events. You've got concerts. You've got uh, you've got sports events and celebrity events. Has that changed? I think only the channel has. Mm. I mean, in the sense that you get an additional channel, which is a digital channel. Well, and of course yeah. the
0: speed at which it reaches yes. the audiences, yes. right yes. now, so instantaneous, yeah. instantly, so pervasive globally.
1: Precisely. So you watch a concert right now, you instantly can take pictures with your friends and you insta story and you do that kind of stuff and. Uh, I, I think there's uh, there is a stage that is being built in the vertical format as well mm, mm. <laughs> to cater to the vert- vertical format of the phone so that you maximize you maximize the the, the screen on your phone you know yeah. I mean how that works I, I don't know because most of the concert halls are you know in landscape format uh, yeah yeah that's interesting <laughs> yeah uh, that's right
0: fantastic Gene well, uh, give us a couple of takeaways now in terms of branding if somebody is out there if they're uh, maybe either starting their branding and, and journey and and thinking about getting involved in doing some branding and marketing, or if they're on that journey already and think, hey, maybe it's time for a refresher, mm-hmm. what, are some, what are some good takeaways for them?
1: I think it is important to very firstly know what your brand stands for. The brand message is important and it needs to be authentic. Tell a story, if you will, because people forget facts, you know, but if you tell a story that conveys a fact, that's easier to remember. And memorability of the brand is important. I think we're way before beyond reach and impressions, beyond content and entertainment is now about, I think it's all now about emotional connection. Some examples, I mean, Nike, they had to take a knee to take a stand. Right, right. <laughs> but take a stand they did or take a knee they did, you yeah. know. Yeah. and Colin Kaepernick, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. Kind of and of course, you know, initial reaction, Nike shoes got burnt and so on. But the results eventually showed that there was a big spike in sales, you know, yeah. after that. Because, you know, You're being authentic Mm. And I think you need to be careful Don't just throw in, for example, the charity card Not everyone can be uh, Tom's Shoes, you know Because it goes to the DNA of your brand I mean, Mm. Tom's Shoes is for tomorrow, you know uh, Donate, Mm. buy a pair, give a pair, you know Mm. So I think uh, it's important So authentic brand message, authentic storytelling A second thing to remember, I think, is that The brand is the sum of all experiences Mm. And this is real world as well as the online world So hard to separate the two because you know uh, and it's good that mobile connects the two so it's a total sum of experiences across all the different stages of your customer journey and I would f- say the third is of course in the end this is about money right what is the return on investment it usually is <laughs> it usually is I'm staring at money <laughs> 8 9.3 stay ahead now how do we stay ahead the ROI how do you measure the, the yeah. return on investment right now how do you measure whether it's in a form of quantifiable marketing mm. database marketing uh, do you measure the on online chatter the social social signals do you look at the number of followers of your social media influencers number of followers level of engagement number of shares via, you know whether it can go viral all good and i think it would be like it is a combination of online and offline you know for the way in which you reach out to your customers and these it is also a combination of online and and offline means of measurement. We would use the measurements we used to use back then, you know, how to quantify your marketing, whether you could measure it directly to the call to action and you on your little ad on the right, right. bottom <laughs> right-hand corner of your advertisement. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I would say, Keep a pulse on everything. Keep on your, your eye on everything because it is a, a total of, of everything that you put out there. Yeah, that's how we would measure ROI right now, uh, return on investment. Very yes. interesting.
0: Our thanks to Jean Tan today, who is the brand and marketing consultant at Ago Consulting. Really appreciate you coming on Weekend Mornings. Thanks, Jean. Thank
1: you, Glenn. Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg